0: You are listening to the Struggling Beautifully podcast. Don't forget, whatever stage of life you're walking through or sometimes stumbling, it's important to look above and anchor yourself to the one who controls it all.
1: The best part of life is finding your people, people who walk with you through the fire. That's what we're here for, daily inspiration, burning
0: questions answered, and how to always look above. I'm Brooke, and I'm Peyton, and we are Struggling Struggling Beautifully. What is up, Struggling Beautifully fam? We're so glad to be back. New week, new Monday, new episode. You know how it goes. Uh, Today's gonna be a little differently. Me and Brooke cannot record at the same time, so both of us will be talking. It just won't be as much of a conversation. Uh, You kind of just have to go with the flow sometimes, and that's what we're doing today. Um. So we picked a pretty easy one, which is actually something that you guys recommended, which is basically just talking about our favorite verses um, currently or like what has stuck with us in the past. Um, I'm hoping to kind of like go through them and give them to you and also talk about how it's applied in my life and how I think that it can help you guys where you're at. I just want to say thank you, though, because... We are currently, I know this doesn't sound like a lot, but we are at 89 followers on Instagram and like 100 something on TikTok, which is kind of like outrageous to me because we started this with like 12, like not really thinking it would go anywhere. And so when we look at the stats, like I think it just shocks me because like me and Brooke feel like we go through all time and we're just normal everyday people. Um, and God won't use our voices, but he does, you know, he uses us in our weaknesses, um, and in our insecurities and, um, and the hardships of our life. And he has touched many of your lives. And, and I'd love to hear your feedback. Like I've had people DM me, I've had people come up to me in school and just hearing how God has touched your life through our words has been like insane to me because I feel so unworthy of that, but guys, it's not about us. Like, this is about God and what he can do. And if I get to be that broken vessel that he uses, well, so be it. So, um, I just want to thank you guys. We are giving a giveaway when we hit a hundred on Instagram. So if you've not followed our Instagram yet, go follow it at Struggling Beautifully Pod. I really just want to be able to give back to you guys. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and I'm gonna getting into this. I'm going to give you backstories of how these have impacted my life. So, um, yeah. So my first verse that has really, impacted my life um actually more recently it has come up um during the week of fasting that I went through with my church it says you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you so this has really impacted my life in a lot of ways I think um it was talked about during that week of fasting because it's really hard to give up stuff sometimes and sometimes it's like especially with caffeine like you feel it mentally physically and emotionally but when you keep your mind stayed on God, like, He can keep you in perfect peace. I know that with my anxiety. I know that in the busy culture that we live in, in society, and social media. Like, when we keep our mind on Christ, it is, like, it's life-changing. And it's something that I'm working towards. Like, in my anxiety that I've been telling you guys about, like, I have learned, like, to give it up to God. To keep my mind on Him because He will keep me in perfect peace. Um... So I don't know how that can apply in your life, but I know it applies in my life. When I have fifteen things going on around me, I just need to remember that even if I'm not doing life perfectly, if I'm not reading my Bible as consistently as consistently as I want to, if I just keep my trust in God, I know that He will prevail in my circumstance, um, and that He will draw my heart to Himself. So that's that's the beauty of that one is just that he promises us that he will keep us in perfect peace when our mind is stayed on who he on who he is because ultimately that is trust that is putting your faith in God and in his promises that even whenever society around you is going 5000 miles an hour or whatever you feel like you're doing something wrong or You feel like the whole world is crashing around you. God is saying, okay, I need you to focus on me. Don't focus on your circumstance. Don't focus on your mind. Don't focus on your feelings. I need you to focus on me and my promises and what I say about you. And I will keep you in perfect peace because that is that step of faith that you are giving is to trust in me and keep your mind on me. So that's the first one. Second one is, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let the steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That is James 1, 2 through 4. And this, my guys, is my overall verse that I think that I've leaned on. This and also um, pick up your cross and follow me and Luke. Um, because in those trials that we go through in our life, it's so easy to just see it as nothing or like, that God can't use it for good, but the the reality is God can turn anything to good. And actually sometimes he does test us by trial and by fire. And um talks about that in I think First Peter. Go read that. Like First Peter was a verse that changed my life because it gives you hope in that dark place and in that trial and in that um fire that you're standing in. I don't know if you've heard the um song Another in the fire. But really that's what he does, is that he is giving us hope through this verse saying that the testing of our faith through trial, through anxiousness, through depression, through hardship in your life is going to produce steadfastness. You know, if you're running in a race, the first time you run it, it's going to be hard and you're going to be tired, but you train consistently. You consistently put your your body through that trial and through that hard, intense training so that you can produce endurance and um, continue to run out your, your race well. And like, that's what God does with our life. Um, and in First Peter, it talks about gold, how gold is refined by fire um, and how it is strengthened by fire. And God knows that. God knows that he's not going to give you more than you can handle, but he also has told us that he's going to be with us in that fire, that he is going to be walking with us through those trials. If we would just keep our mind on him, he will keep us in perfect peace through these trials. And he allows these trials, not because he's a cruel God, but because he's a loving God that he wants to bring steadfastness and give us endurance and give us that power and that it'll have its full effect, that we will be perfect and complete, lacking nothing in Jesus because He is refining us, and sometimes that is by fire, but God also doesn't just let you go through the fire by yourself, and I think that's what's so beautiful about God is that if you read the Bible and you read verses like this, you see that life is hard. He doesn't, he doesn't exclude that. He doesn't say that life is not going to be hard or that it's going to be a walk in the park. He actually says that it's going to be a hard life, but he promises so much more. So it comes down to in my life and through a few conversations that I have with my friends is your instant desires to be comforted, to be happy, momentarily happy, to satisfy your flesh in the moment is those desires more appealing to you than what God has promised you in your future. And that just comes up to a you. I choose to have faith in God because I know that he will wipe away every tear, that he will renew me that he will strengthen me, that he promises that he is giving me inheritance in heaven, that I will be able to live in abundance with him with no pain, no suffering forevermore and that his love is steadfast and he promises that and I know that's to come. So I'm setting aside my comfort and my instant fleshly desires because I know he has so much more. But also to back that up, he's not just saying, live in crap and then maybe you'll get this in the future and you just have to trust in that in the future, like yeah, trust in that in the future. I'm not making sense, but follow me. I have this set aside for the future, but I'm not making you walk through the suffering by yourself. So although I do have these promises in the future, I'm still upholding promises in your life today. I'm still walking you through it. I still died on the cross. I still suffered everything you suffered. The Bible says that Jesus is a man of sorrows, that he has endured depression. He has endured being mocked, being shamed, being scorned, being ripped to pieces, being rejected, being hated so that he can be with us in those dark places. And that is just so crazy. So if you feel rejected, if you're trying to share the gospel And you feel rejected, know that God was, Jesus Himself was rejected by people and that He's with you. If you get rejected by someone you love, God loved us so much that he died for us and we still rejected him. He's felt that pain. He was a man of sorrows. He was rejected by his father, his own father that he loved in the love that we can't even comprehend because we haven't even experienced that kind of love yet. The love of God. He set that aside for us to be rejected by us and be rejected by his father because he took on sin, who knew no sin. I'm kinda going off in a tangent, but I'm just letting you know that in this verse there's so much because he allows us to go through trials. And there's hope in that trial because we know that it's going to produce steadfastness. And we know that we're going to be complete and lacking nothing. So next one, guys. Um, three. So many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. It's Proverbs nineteen twenty one. 21. Um, I think this is a very special verse for me. And I think it's a verse that grounds me in truth because I have a lot of plans. I'm a planner. I don't know if you guys are a planner, but I definitely am. And I tend to plan out my whole entire life, like, there's a certain age where I want to get married, or where I want to have a kid, or blah, 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 and when something doesn't go right, I'm literally, like, I'm crumbling, and I'm upset, and I'm hurt, and I'm mad, and I'm angry, and I have a little three-year-old tantrum. Like, I do, guys. I really do. But this verse brings me comfort, because God is saying, yeah, there many are the plans of a man's heart. And by the way, those plans can change. And we're kind of, we can be all over the place. But God says that his purpose will prevail. And that's comforting. Because if I have a plan and I'm not sure how that plan is going to work out, it works in one way to where I'm like, okay, well, God has a purpose. And I can't get in the way of that purpose. Because that's something I struggle with. With my anxiety is fearing that I'm going to get in my way of being with the people I need to go with. Or college is a great example. Going to the wrong college. But, like, God is in control over all things and. Though I do have free will, God still has a purpose for my life, and He kind of directs my step. I want to be very honest that I'm I'm still studying God's word. I'm still figuring out what He says about things, and it's okay to question God, and it's okay not to fully understand Him because if we could fully understand God, how God would He really be? You know, there's some things that we cannot understand, and it's outside of our minds um, because they're things of God, but we know what His Bible says clearly, and that's enough you know so this verse specifically has really inspired me because God's telling me i can't mess it up and that's powerful so the next one is psalm 92 2 you declare your steadfast love by day and your faithfulness by night and that is just so beautiful obviously because of the words um god's steadfast love like he declares it by day over me And he, and, and he declares his faithfulness by night. So it was just like two things of God that I really admire about him is that his love is never ending and it prevails all things, but also that he's faithful. And really it's hard because in life we have people who cheat us and hurt us and their love depends on our actions. But God is saying by day and by night, I am telling you, I love you with a steadfast love and I am faithful to you and I keep my promises and so I think that just, it just reassures me. And I think that's why I really love that that verse. Um, and then my last one is, um, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. Second Timothy 1. And I come back to that verse a lot because anxiousness is something I deal with like on an everyday basis. Um, and, and this is my call to action every single day is God did not call me to be anxious. God did not call me to be fearful. He did not call me to be worried about tomorrow, we go back to that verse that I said before that I have many plans, but His purpose prevails. God has a purpose for my life, and He loves me, and He directs me, and He directs my step when I'm in prayer with Him, and um, I don't need to be fearful. God says, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, with thanksgiving and prayer, make a request be made known to God." That's in Philippians, and Philippians is the book of the Bible that really changed my life um, because. It's, it's okay to struggle. It's okay to be it's okay to be scared, but you don't have to be because God is sovereign over all things um, and that we don't need to be anxious about what we're going to wear. Like, God, God dresses the lilies. He feeds the birds. So how much more does he love you? And, like, verses like that just really hit my heart because I'm like, why am I anxious? I don't need to be anxious about anything because I have a God that's sovereign over all things. He controls all things. He orchestrates all things. He orchestrates even things that go bad that he allows to happen for good. And it's just encouraging. And one that just came to my mind that I also want to go on to the anxiousness of being fearful is I just believe today that there are people out there who are Christians who are scared to go forth and share their gospel. Because either they feel inadequate, they feel like they're not informed enough, they feel like they're struggling in their walk, they feel like people are going to make fun of them, they're going to lose friends, all these things. And I just want to let you know that God did not give you a spirit of fear. You know, He gives you these spirits of a sound mind, of self-control of power to rebuke these thoughts and to share his word god has called us to share his word and that's what i'm doing here today he calls us to even if we feel like we might be embarrassed or we might mess up like god is a sovereign god and he gives you these things he supplies you with everything that you need to share his word and the odds of holding back and not telling people the truth we are risking souls here by not sharing God's word, these people might not actually ever hear the gospel the way God preaches it. I didn't hear the gospel in the right way until I was in about, like, the end of ninth grade, 10th grade. And that stuff saved my life, you know? But if nobody would have taught me the gospel or spoken to me in their specific way that God has prepared them to share the gospel, for example, Jenny Allen, you know, she's very, she was very educated on the mind and toxic thinking, and that's what I needed. I needed that. That is what ministered to me. So in whatever way that you profess the truth, it's not unworthy. Like, you don't have to have a podcast. You don't have to be the best thinker or whatever. Like, sometimes God makes you a certain way because he can use you in your specific, unique way to reach a unique group of people. And so I just want you to be filled with the Spirit today and be encouraged that God did not give you a spirit of fear, that he will literally protect you from all of these, um, all of these enemies waging war against you. And um, there's one thing that I was gonna say that just slipped my mind about like sharing the gospel. But um, I know that sometimes people can be scared of of sounding stupid. In my AP Lang class, I was fearful to speak out, and I had a conversation with my teacher, and she just told me to give my side of the story that is rooted in scripture, because sometimes I can feel like. I'm not as smart because I might not know statistics of things. I might not be a deep deep thinker in certain ways, but I am a deep thinker within scripture um, and feelings and emotions and all that stuff, obviously, as you can tell. But um, the Bible says that the knowledge of the cross, the wisdom of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to the ones who are being saved is the power of Christ. And that was such a powerful verse to me whenever I'm sharing the gospel, is I know there are going to be people out there who are dying who are going to think I'm foolish, that I trust in a man who died on the cross to me, who actually proved himself to be God. In a lot of ways, I now, with clear eyes, can see how he is the truth, that he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the light, and I understand that he died for me, and I see evidence, and I see evidence in my life in all of these ways. I know that, but I also know there are people out there who are not going to believe the words that I say. They're going to think I'm foolish, and that is okay because... What Christ is to me, as He is my life. He has saved me from death. He has moved me out of this place. He has given me power over anxious thoughts. He's given me power to rebuke the enemy. He's given me power to speak of his word and to share it with people that he might work through me and my brokenness to spread his gospel through his words, to touch lives of teenage girls on the other side of the screen or on the other side of this podcast and tell them that I love you, that I have saved you, that I have prepared you to go forth and make disciples. I have prepared you, I have protected you, and I have been with you every step of the and all your struggling and all your pain, I am there. I suffered. I gave you a voice. I gave you specific life experiences so you can go touch that person who thinks that God doesn't apply to their circumstance. I didn't think God applied to my anxiety. I thought it made no sense. But you know what? People like Jenny Allen and Sadie Robertson and Christine Kane, they have saved my life and they have, well, they didn't save my life, but what God was doing in their life has saved my life and ultimately inspired me to do the same for girls out there who feel unloved and feel uncherished because you are loved beyond what you can comprehend. And I'm speaking to myself right now, so so fighting and this battle of anxiety, but God loves you and he wants to care for you. And he wants to encourage you to go forth and spread that good news that has saved your life. Because although it might be hard in high school, you might be known as the Jesus freak, the weird person who talks about God all the time, who's not fun, party, that doesn't matter. We're here for a specific amount of time. And when we stop thinking about ourselves, when we take the focus off of ourselves, and when we put it on to Jesus, and we put it on to our love for that person, if we are not sharing the gospel, guys, we are failing these people. If you believe in Jesus Christ with all your mind, heart, and soul and you believe that hell is a real place, you are risking souls by being selfish, being scared to share the gospel. And I'm not condemning you today, but I'm just encouraging you to take maybe your favorite verses, keep them in mind, recycle them over and over and over and over again, and share that love that God has spoken with you through these verses to these people. I know this is really long, <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and we're going to go into Brooks verses. Um, thank you for listening to me today, guys. I love you. Man.
1: Hey guys, it's Brooke. Um, First of all, ignore the bad lighting, ignore the fact that I'm in my bed. (laughs) It has just been one of those weeks, I feel like this week, where I have had friends that are going through some difficult times, some struggles. Um, I have been struggling myself, honestly, just in my anxiety and um, mental things. the battle between the ears, as we've said before. Um, and so I'm just, I'm tired. <laughs> I I joke now about the fact that, you know, you're getting old when you go out with friends for dinner and it's seven 30 and eight o'clock and you're yawning and falling asleep on the table. Um, that was my Saturday night. So, um, I'm tired today and tomorrow's Monday and it sometimes just feels like the world and life is just heavy. Um and I feel like it's heavy right now. Um and it's not in a bad way. Like I'm honestly fine. I'm in a I'm in a good place. I'm just tired physically and then I get tired mentally and then that's when I start seeing my shortcomings come out, I guess. Um but this week, I know we were wanting to talk about just some of our favorite verses, some of the things that carry us through these hard times or even in like praise and joy and worship, you know, just all of the the good things that are not all the good things, all of the good verses. And obviously the entire Bible is worth reading. I'm currently reading through it right now. I know it's crazy, but it's the first time that I've ever read through the entire Bible from Genesis to Revelation. And I'm only in Exodus, which is the second chapter of the Bible. And my mind's kind of been blown. And God's really just opened up my heart because there was a lot of things I didn't know. And it's been really, really such a blessing to be able to see God's hand in everything that happened. Um, So I definitely want to talk to you guys a little bit about some of my favorite verses. Um, And it was interesting because when I was looking through my favorite verses and things that I have fallen on in hard times or even in praise, um, a lot of my verses that I was reading today like back into my, all my list of my favorite verses, all had a common theme. And that common theme was that God is with us always. And I thought that was interesting because I'm going through such a um, lull period right now where I'm just kind of going through the motions of life and um, haven't really been, I've been fo- more focused on healing through my anxiety than I have been healing um in other ways. And it's been interesting to see that I haven't really focused on something that I need to. And that's that God's with me all the time. Um, so I'm just going to go through a couple. I only have like six that I'm going to talk about. And I'm really not going to go into much depth because we would be here all night if I went into depth of every single one of these verses I'm about to talk about. Um, but just as an encouragement. To anybody that's going through a tough time, whether it's really heavy in um, depression or um, guilt or grieving, any of those things, Um, or maybe you're in the waiting period, which, you know, those are the kind of the hardest times is being in the waiting period, waiting for God to answer prayers or um uh, you know those valleys that are between the the highs that you have um so or if you're going through nothing and you're joyful right now and things are going well i think it's good to know these verses regardless and i encourage you to if one really sticks out to you or something um like that i want you to put it in your heart because our biggest um weapon against the enemy is God's word and if we know God's word and internalize it and it becomes who we are then that's the biggest weapon for the enemy so the first verse that I want to talk about or just I guess let you guys know about is Proverbs sixteen twenty four, and it says that um pleasant words are like a honeycomb sweetness to the soul and help to the bones And that's just so satisfying to me. It's just, and it also helps me remember that my words are huge. Like I need to use my words for the good of things. And that's like in anything that's, if I'm talking about a friend, talking to a friend, talking about somebody, even if it's somebody that I don't like, um, excuse that. My dog is on the bed scratching at his collar. So. Um, that is that noise that you hear. Um, but just remember that pleasant words are sweet, they're like a honeycomb. Um, and they're good for your soul, even not just saying them, but hearing them as well. So remember that. Um, the next one I want to talk about is a couple of verses. Um, Romans 838. It says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor things present, nor things to come, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Again, I just feel such a peace even just saying that to you guys. Um, God's with me. Nothing can separate me from him as long as I abide in him then our we' I'm going to be, with, he's going to be with me forever. And that is just so awesome. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, again, just seeing the goodness of God there, that he is always with us. Um, the next one is Psalms 27.1. And it says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? And I think that is like such a powerful warrior um, of Christ. That's just so overwhelming to be like, there is nothing I need to fear. And there is nothing that I should be afraid of because the Lord is the light of my life. The Lord is the strength of my life. So what do I have to be afraid of? And I think that that's so hard to like, accept sometimes it's because it is hard. It is hard to go through scary and and dull and dark times and really be able to proclaim those words over your life. But when we can, we just see a victory. We are living in a victory. So I'm going to say it again. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Who of whom shall I be afraid? So remember that when you're scared, afraid, unsure, uncertain. God's got it. The next one I want to say talk about is Joshua 1 9. And it says, have I not commanded you be strong and of good of good courage? Do not be afraid nor dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So, again, that's just saying. God's commanded us to be strong. He's commanded us to have courage and we're not supposed to be dismayed or afraid. And again, he's telling us, and, and this is just a few of the verses that talk about not being afraid. Um, God actually tells us through the Bible tells us 365 times to not be afraid. So that's literally a verse a day telling us to not be afraid. So every day of your life, you need to remember to not be afraid. And I know that's hard. And I'm saying this and I still have a hard time with it. Um, but God's with you wherever you go. No matter what's going on in your life, God is with you. And that is that just brings so much comfort. Um, Deuteronomy 31.8. It says, and the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. I know that sounds very similar to Joshua 1 9, the one I just talked about. But again, I just it's telling us again not to be afraid and not to be dismayed. But God is going before us. He is treading the path before us so that we can walk behind him. He is taking on all of these things for us. So that we can live a life that glorifies him. So wherever we're going, he's already been. So that should bring so much comfort to you knowing that he's already been there. Next one and last is 2 Timothy 1.7. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love. And a sound mind. And that just, I wanted to end on that one because um, we are not only supposed to not be dismayed, not be afraid, we're supposed to have, um, he gives us a sphere of fear and of power. But one of the things that I haven't talked about in today's podcast is that we're also to have a sound mind. So, keep that in mind as you go out through your week. Um, Maybe grab onto one of these verses. And I always tell this to my students I teach tattoo it onto your heart, tattoo it onto your brain so that you can remember it and it's there with you always, forever, as you're going through hard times or joyful times. And my main point today was to not be afraid. So, take on this week with courage and be strong and do not be dismayed and do not be afraid. You guys have got this. Have a great week. See you next week. Bye.